like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... In the best news ever. The ever. Ever. Well, it's not okay. history of ever. I feel like I'm s- setting this up a little too much to, to begin news. with. In good news. Nah, maybe for, for half. To, in well, news. For 66% of this table. Uh, the Mars Superior candy bar that we've talked about, Snickers, uh, and their nougat and their Aww. crunchies and how mm, it's. Tell me more mm, about this delicious candy done? bar. Uh, they have made the world's largest Snicker bar, which measures in at over 12 feet long, 24 inches high, and 26 inches wide. It is the That's equivalent of 43,000 regular size Snickers 43, bars. 43,000 normal Snicks? Yes. So everybody in the world who agrees that Snickers are a far superior candy. No, garbage food. No, Stupid. can enjoy. Fucking Go down to Waco, bar, Texas. We're it's gonna, in Waco, Texas? Yes, at their factory. We can all get on Texas a train. Known for big mass things. shootings and giant Snicker yep. bars. Yeah, everything's bigger <laughs> in Texas, including their Snickers bars. Uh, yeah, um, I guess they needed open space to be. How long did you say it was? It is twelve feet long. Twelve feet, and there is a reason that they built this particular or it's the crafted equivalent of like every Snickers bar I've ever eaten too. You've that's eaten, you've eaten forty three thousand. That's Snickers I bars? guarantee you, I've had forty three thousand Snickers. That, bars. Okay, that's a as, lot of as, shit. As your friend, yeah. air quotes. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I she am, almost admitted to being your friend. Said nope. Friend didn't say nope, it. Didn't Back though. off of it. Yeah, uh, I'm concerned for your health. That's far too many Snicker bars. That's diabetes. I don't think you should have eaten 43,000 of anything unless it's like grains of, of rice. rice. I was like, that, that just seems, seems more. like too much oh, of wait, no, anything. Never mind. Like, <laughs> I looked at the number. Of, that's, it's like 12,000 a year. That's... That's like four Snickers bars a day. Okay, I grossly overestimated the amount of Snickers bars. And going back to like before you had teeth, right? Yeah. Like six I months ago, just in the womb, just nomming on a Snickers. My parents smashing Snickers bars into my baby mouth. Your just mama like bird baby them bird? with mama, breast mama. milk and putting it in a bottle. Yeah, it's like a Snickers smoothie. It's gross. Mm, my mom eating Snickers the whole time. Whole time. Suck up that nougat. Nom, nom, yum, yum, baby. Nutrients. God. Uh, God. Meet the requirements Why? for the lo- world's largest chocolate nut bar. Chocolate nut bar? Because it says nothing of the nougat. Yes. Yeah. According to Guinness, it has to be at least 80% chocolate and nuts, and the entire bar must be fit for human consumption. So, did people, they then eat it afterwards? No, they need it? it because uh, the giant Snickers bar will be featured in an ad that will premiere during the Super Bowl. So, I don't know if they've recorded this ad yet. Mm. Oh, um, they definitely have. But if not, you guys, you we're don't gonna want stale Snicker on camera. Mm-hmm. We are gonna take Snickies. Take a flight down to Waco, Texas, and go see you a big old Snickers bar. Take get... you a bite before the Super Bowl. That's right. We're gonna lick but up some shiplap that, you... from that fucking HGTV lady who's in Waco. <laughs> you know, the thing is great is that you, when you eat a Snickers, it's it's the it's the marriage of all those fine ingredients. Yeah. yeah but the if great you have thing a, about a Snicker bar is it looks the same going in as it does coming out. Just like a baby yeah. Ruth. Hey man, delicious. Or Three Musketeers. But what I'm saying is if you go down there and you take a bite of that giant Snicker bar, there's no way that you're going to get a full mouthful of nougat, caramel, nuts, and chocolate. You're probably just going to get a chocolate or a nougat bite. uh, Yeah, you're going to get like a mouthful of nougat. 
Yeah, because it's mouthful such a nougat, large thing. Mouthful of Mouthful of nougat. That's the Take name one of my... bite, you're going to look like you were eating ass. It's well, the name of a porno. What <laughs> kind of ass are you eating <laughs> that it looks like nougat? No, no, no. That like when you pull your face back, it will look as though you were eating. <laughs> What asses are you eating that are covered in shit? Ones that no, normal aren't butts have to be poop in them. Out. Normal butts have a lot of poop. Not around them. You don't know. Well. What if I'm like eating ass of like a gross homeless person? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. There you go. There were a lot of Would weird. Would prefer to a Snickers notice. Weird. weird. <laughs> you got a bunch of homeless people right down around yeah. the corner. No, there's a lot of options. They're like, line me. up. You guys look like you're down in your luck. Line up. I'll eat some buns. Oh, <laughs> Better than Snickers. No. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. That Snicker bar has so many mosquitoes stuck to it by now. Oh, oh, oh my God. gosh. Texas. Well, it's not quite humid yet. Oh. We're still in like a good, it's a good time of year. Oh, is it cold? Is it snowing down there? Is it a fucking frozen Snickers? That's the worst way to have a Snickers. No, I want to say it's like, what, 50s, 60s people in Texas? We have listeners. Hey, um, Texas listeners, let us know. Tell me what your you know, weather's don't. like. We, we don't care. We actually don't care. We don't actually care. I'm not going <laughs> to eat dry. But if you've eaten the giant Snicker, definitely let us know. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. if you've made the the pilgrimage to Waco. Waco listeners, hear me. Go get your face. Go get Nail face deep in a Snicker bar. Go eat the ass of that Snicker go bar. E- <laughs> also, listeners, thank you so much for all. A bunch of you responded, have had beer in cereal. Yeah. No one loved it. However, apparently it is a thing in Oklahoma, I was told. Oklahomans you, do this? Oklahomians. Uh, Oklahomans. Our episode was about Oklahoma, and it's apparently Honey Nut Cheerios and like... I want to say oh no i've forgotten i'm so sorry it's like budweiser Ew. or something and like honey nut cheerios that sounds Ew. wretched that sounds worse than what my i have my oklahomies why why my oklahomies? why why would you know. do that my oklahomies. i called it hashtag <laughs> trademark tm <laughs> it's yours now it's that's gonna be your no own it. take it from you that's, that's your your hip-hop outfit yeah oklahomies. Oklahomies. <laughs> i got like a big cowboy hat on and some yeah. boots anyway you know what? Got me some boots. Went down to Waco. Ate a Snickers. Got the toots. Yeah, that was that's, it. That's that was the it. First Is that the extent line. of the song? You kept moving your lips like like There's words, words are, are going to come magically come out. Yep. Like if I just keep moving, burp burp Eventually, I'm going to get to a great Oklahomian rap. Boop boop dinosaur boop. Didn't happen. I mean, it did rhyme. The raps were not crisp. There's not though. crisp rap. Do you know what is really crisp though? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And sometimes joke about eating homeless ass. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad you tuned in? Yep. Hey. That's right. This is t- Happy for Monday, a very, y'all. very special episode. Hey, of Drive Time Radio. Thanks for tuning in. Ass eating in the morning. <laughs> Call her. Tell me about it. Breakfast of Champions. Hey, uh, long time, first time. I was eating homeless <laughs> ass this weekend. You can't even. When it was Greg Schmegman, I enjoyed it. When it was Greg Schmegman, I was just just eating ass the other day. I was just eating homeless ass the other day at the underpass. (laughs) I was was eating underpants in the underpass. (laughs) I was... Yeah, uh, uh, we are not underpants about- in the underpass is my emo uh, musical outfit. <laughs> I, <laughs> call <good. laughs> yeah, I call it. I call it. Such gusto. There was a lot of competition for that particular name. <laughs> it was too bad. I have a girl. 
Uh, We're not talking about no, eating homeless people. No ass. Underpasses. I mean, anywhere. ass is going to come up. It will definitely. Oh, God. Bob's broken already. <laughs> it's early for Bob to be broken. Homeless people's underpants. <laughs> it's just, just underpants, like, like, with their head, like, like I'm imagining it. stinky taint, just like. Mm. <laughs> taint. No, we're well, not. If you're still listening, this, oh, what's this, this episode about? God. Oh, God. The military? It's a listener <laughs> suggestion. Oh, great. Yay. <laughs> Uh, listener, listener, listener Dane, I hey Dane, hi, hey Dane, uh, apologize for Dane the, Dane I, the Great, Great I Dane. I don't fucking you deserve this. That's this is all for you. This is in their song, all for you, Jan Jackson. You're welcome. I was blurred association. I was like, all for you, song, thing, Jan Jackson. Anyway, but yeah, speaking of ass eating, uh, military. <laughs> Um, Speaking of ass eating military. The military. The That's military. A good That's a good transition. Sure I'm sure it's there. I'm sure it's good. But no. So this week, haunted military. If you're in the military and there's a lot of ass eating, I think, hit us up. Uh, I think haunted Air Force bases because I found an Air Force base. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Mine is too. Yeah. Sweet. So, so we've even Air Force base. No. no. Okay. We we did confirm before we started. Well, that's good. <laughs> Someday it's gonna happen. I know. We're gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> Someday it's Episodes gonna be like, ever. oh my god, and then we'll just tell the story together. Yeah. It'll be, be the world's shortest or the world's the, the podcast's shortest episode uh, ever. it will probably still be forty five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um but yes, uh haunted air force bases. Yes. Yes. So uh Ghost planes. Tell me about one. Ghost, fancy Ghost Fancy is good. up first. Oh, I am up first. I forgot. I'm drinking it's my your beer. Turn. You kept looking around I like really start the like, episode. I, I, you were like, I really kept being like start. No, yeah, no, friend. It's me. I'm a dum dum. I'm here to tell you today about the March Air Force Reserve Base. Great. It's for reserves. Um, it Who is March? It, I mean, it used to be the March Air Force Base, but it is now a reserve base because it's not an active military base. <laughs> because the, the military was like, fuck this Air Force Base. They were like, we don't really need this anymore. Um, March Air Force Base is for those of us sitting here at this table is kind of local because it's out in Riverside. Oh, um, I've heard dirt of that. people yeah. live there. Yeah, I've Valley of the Dirt People. Yes. Um, so the March Air Reserve Base is... Can we call it the Smarch Air Force Base? Sure, Smarch. Okay. So the Smarchy Base is about 2,000 acres of land. My notes say of lard. Uh, 2,000 oh, acres lard. of lard. 2,000 acres, acres of, of lard. Turned into a snicker bar. Yeah. Um, in Riverside County, California. And, and now which, they land airplanes on it. Which if you don't live Have in... Have you ever wanted to do a slip and slide on lard? No. No, Never. but now I do. Uh, I wasn't in my psyche, but now it's there. I don't, and that's, I just want to be naked and covered in grease. Oh not boy. too shabby. <laughs> I was a good Saturday. Um, <laughs> you know? I mean, as long as there's no bugs around. Yeah. Can't have oh, that. yeah. We don't like to be dirty. Um, well, grease is dirty. And then, like, you're going to slip and slide. No, and you're not really going to get covered in dirt. I'll just be slick. you just be slippy. Yeah. Mm. Ugh, anyway. Eat my ass. Tastes like lard now. Mmm. Mm pork rinds uh anyway so riverside county if you are not from southern california i talk riverside county is about 50 miles inland from like halfway between los angeles and um palm springs no where you're going uh san diego sure i was like i was like no the one further south i pointed at the ground as if that would mean anything to you (laughs) yeah and i was like did not because that's dumb (laughs) guys i'm really dumb today anyway 
2,000 acres of lard, Riverside County. It's one of the oldest Air Force bases in the United States. Um, it was originally called the Alessandro Flying Training Field. Ooh, I Who wish was Alessandro? I don't know. Oh, But he, no one cared about him for very long. He was a Latin lava. It was mm. built in... Get into Feb- my airplane. Mm. It was built in Let February... Let me take it to the skies. ...of 1917. Oh, shit. Old-ass Air Force Base. Oh. Yeah. Think about when they invented planes. Yeah, that's right? old as shit. Yeah. Um, that was like ancient times. Yeah, so that's why it's one of the oldest... Caesar uh, rode the first airplane. <laughs> That's true. He was just on a bicycle with feathers strapped to his arms. Yeah. That's actually how Caesar died. This is incredible. <laughs> Brutus did not stab yeah. him. No yeah, Brutus pushed him in his airplain off In his airplane, cliff. and they that's what happened. Um, Brutus, yay! So it pretty good. quickly... He was having a fun time. Yeah. It pretty quickly uh, stopped being called Alessandro Flying Training Field. And it I sounded feel like too ethnic like for Americans. Yeah. Probably. Um, so in 1918, it was renamed after Second Lieutenant Peyton March Jr. Peyton Manning There we Jr. go. A good American name. Yeah, so Peyton Jesus. March Jr., is the son of Peyton March Senior. Senior. Well, well, I wouldn't have guessed that. Um, who was Mine the Army's Chief of Staff oh, at the time. Okay. And his son uh, was enlisted in the, what at the time was like the Air, it wasn't the Air Force, it was like Air Supply. <laughs> it was the Air Supply. Air Supply, um, love that band. So he enlisted in the Air Supply and then was like doing, guitar. I guess, training in Texas, crashed his plane and, and died. died two weeks into signing up. Oops. No fucking way. And his dad is like the head of the army. So they were like, all right, we're going to name an Air Force base after Sorry you. we killed your kid because yeah. he was bad at flying and I, we're well, bad at planing. I'm a little bit like, I mean. It happened a lot. Well, they were like, he was killed in World War One, And I was like, in Texas. Like, <laughs> like, no one, like the, troops thick you, on the ground you know, in Texas. Like, with a, there were no krauts like Stri- striping at the airplane, you know what I mean? Like, he crashed his own fucking plane. The Kaiser has made it to Bangle, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so he's a dumb dumb. He crashes plane and he gets an airfield named <laughs> after dumb him. He crashes plane, gets a building named yeah, after he's him. Because he's a dumb dumb rich white boy. Um, Dead. Yep. So then, uh, so then it became the uh, Smart Air Force Base. Gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then during World War One, it was used as an air training base. So they were training people how to fly planes because planes were a brand new fucking thing. It was one of training only, them not to crash them. I would yeah, assume I would it was hope. one of only thirty-two that existed at the time. Because again, airplanes planes? not a big deal no. in uh, nineteen eighteen at this point. Um, so the course is an eight-week course, mm-hmm. and each course puts through about three hundred students. Mm-hmm. And this is how this is how they're like turning out pilots and the first half of the course is on the ground where you learn about how planes work and then the second half of the course is when you, you get up, up in the plane and they actually didn't have very many crashes it took them like a couple years to have their first one. Oh, and it was that guy's like first time up in a plane mm-hmm. and he walked away from it he was fine oh so, so they it actually, turns out dying in a plane crash is pretty difficult yeah so Good i job, feel like March. if they train you well you can not you can die in a plane crash. We're going to use Mr. Payton Smarch. Payton Smarch got an airplane and they were like, if we'd only thought to tell him not to crash the fucking thing. <laughs> if only we'd explained to him it's how not it like a car. <laughs> if only we taught him how to fly a plane before we gave him a plane because he's the chief of the army's Kid. son. Yeah. Dipshit. We were like, yeah, you want to fly a plane? You do you, boo. Yeah, Get up wiggle, in the air, man. Wiggle that stick. Icarus Go. that shit. Um, okay, so then they trained test pilots uh, all throughout World War One, And then after the war ended, they continued to train pilots because they were like, this is a skill that is probably going to be useful at some point. Sure. 
30 and years later it was in 1919 um the con, con the congress congress like passed this big thing that they were like well, we're gonna reform the military and they spent a ton of money like almost 10 million dollars in 1919 holy fuck um to like reform all the shit of the military and a chunk of that went to smart air force base uh about Sixty thousand dollars, which I did the up calc, it's about a million bucks. Holy crap! To okay. like make it newer and fancier, BT Dubs. It's only two years old at this point. It's got to be um, better. But they were like, we're investing in our future. So then, because it's the military, they pretty much immediately shut it down. Correct. Um, so it was shut down in twenty three. It was reopened in twenty seven, and then in thirty one, they were like, it's like a we're going to make this a permanent Air Force base. We're like, we 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 had our we had a little breakup. But now we're fucking committed. We're mm-hmm. gonna make this a real Air Force base. You're going. You're a real boy, Pinocchio. Okay. And they spent a bunch of money. They built a bunch of new buildings. Put a Good bunch boy. of new airstrips in. Close it three years um, later. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No. Exactly. And during this time, um, the commander, the base commander, is Colonel Lieutenant Colonel Henry Hap Arnold. That's which too if many you, fucking names. Henry Hap Arnold. I know. Which, if you are in the Air Force, uh, that name probably means something to you because apparently he's like the father of the modern. Cool. Uh, he's like, the father of air, uh, father of airplanes. He's like a mother yeah, of dragons. He, he fucked airplanes. Had yeah. a bunch of little baby airplanes. Yep. Some of them killed this other dude's son. This Oops. is a. I was the first man to ever fall in love with an aircraft. Didn't we? When we talk B-52. about some, there was a book about like a gay man who fucked airplanes. What? I did you have a gay this? man who fucked gay airplanes? This was your husband's thing. No, I might have brought it up on the show thing, once like... that I had found artwork of dragons fucking cars. Mm. Have I talked about that on the show? You yes. definitely okay. have. <laughs> That's definitely something you brought up in the past. I yeah. And like... I wish I could forget it. <laughs> I feel like at one point we were talking about a book called like My Gay Boyfriend is an Airplane or something. Maybe I'm making all of this up and it's a fever dream. Uh, let's go. You know what? I think you need to write this book i, I mean it's a good book don't steal our idea we bought the haunted vagina for this show somebody's gonna find your this gay book boyfriend's yep. airplane that's right oh i'll read it um <laughs> anyway lieutenant colonel henry hap arnold so from 31 to 36 he was the base commander of this air force base so because he's there and he's like the big daddy of all uh mm. air force bases um because this is his home base it gets a bunch of attention it gets all the fucking fancies it gets a bunch of money it gets all this new amazing stuff it's also as i said riverside not that far from los angeles um so then um it starts to get a lot of press and like because like hollywood people go like to visit the air force base to like see planes and stuff what is this lance newfangled technology um so then we had come see the flying machines in riverside county Land of the dead people. Watch a man fuck an airplane. (laughs) Watch another man fall from the sky. (laughs) Uh, This weekend only. (laughs) We'll do it again next weekend. We've got a lot of men. And a lot of planes. (laughs) A lot of horny airplanes. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of horny air forcemen. Airsmen. Yeah. Uh, Then we had World War II. Yep. Then that happened. (laughs) Somber note. Yeah. Yep, it was a weird transition. It's fine. I think I made it better. Yeah. Sticking with it. Sober note. Oh, uh, so then uh, 41 is when they started to like get back in business. The business of war. Um, 
And then in May, May 6th of 1941 was when Bob Hope did the first USO show, mm-hmm. which he did from Smart Air Force Base. Oh. So it's like the birthplace of the USO. And then by early 42, Jack Benny was hosting a weekly radio program about the war based at March Air Force Base. Oh. So because they're close enough to Hollywood and they're like the biggest Air Force Base around at the time, um, so they, like, get, they get fancies you. and famouses and the airplanes are so big and fancy Aww. and sexy as yeah. we've established. That's right. Jack Benny. <laughs> every week we'll fuck an airplane oh yep. man watch listen to jack benny fucking airplane um what, what did jack benny do what's his deal he was like a like slapstick guy yeah to- he did a radio show it was like radio dramas and like oh. so like every time he fucked an airplane there'd be like a bicycle horn yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 There was a gesture was that a, went with that movement. Yeah, it, was it, was, it was a body thrust. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, so they also sent out uh, uh, like battalions for the Korean War in the 50s. Uh, they actually flew out bombardment groups to Okinawa, like mm. straight from fucking Riverside to Okinawa. That's a long time. Um, yeah. Then they, like the Wikipedia page, the Wikipedia page is mostly like a list of different but battlements or whatever the fuck it is and like when they were there and what they did and stuff it was so incredibly boring to me so i just glossed over all of that people stayed there airplanes were fucked yeah so in the cold war they were like ready to go but they didn't do anything then the vietnam war they moved all of their operations to guam because apparently we were close enough to okinawa but not close enough to (laughs) vietnam Vietnam. (laughs) um then in the in the 80s the bombardment group which was their like big group that was there changed to a refueling group so they stopped making bomb like housing bombers and started housing like those huge planes that refuel other Mm. planes Mm. um and then in the 90s they switched mostly to humanitarian missions so they flew missions to like somalia and haiti Mm -hmm. to help out and then in 1993, they, the military again did a big like to do. Well, we're going to do a redesign. Okay. Um, and they were one of the places that was chosen for, quote, realignment, uh, which basically just meant like we're phasing you out. Mm. They're getting um, their tires kicked. And, yeah. Like, so then by 96, it had rotated. moved from an active Air Force base to a reserve base, ending its 78 year run as an active duty military location. Oh, RIP. Um, which is, cra- I mean, that's a long time yeah. for the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Like, the army has had shit for hundreds of years right. but that's a long time for planes yep um so it's then through the 2000s it was mostly used as an um air cargo center so like it because it's a huge airstrip so it was used for like shipping packages and stuff like dhl had their headquarters there for a long ass time then dhl had some troubles don't worry though you know who swooped in amazon oh, now it's God. run by amazon air and they have over 70 flights daily i don't give a fuck wait amazon air it's they for have prime packages oh it's all cargo okay. it's not a it's not a commuter like Got people it. they we don't ship people we only ship I've porno seen, scrubby gloves yeah um, <laughs> I've, um, I've seen i've seen what's that movie cast away i know how what that's gonna end yeah up. You fu- sometimes yeah, you gotta yeah. fuck a volleyball yep um after With your you fucking gloves. the airplane right. um so now there appears to be like an uh an aircraft museum there and a museum about the men who used to live and be stationed there it is it's a reserve base so there are people who still live there like there's a mm-hmm. store and there's a gift shop yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a bunch of stuff there so you can go visit today Ooh. uh their websites had a lot of information if you want to go check it out so www.smartsairfuckplanes.com yeah. Yeah, smartchairfuckplanes.com. 
I like it. Um, but as you can imagine, it. because it's been around. <laughs> Buy that URL. Buying it yes. right now. And to GoDaddy right now. <laughs> GoDaddy.com for all of your fuck plane needs. Um, because it's been around for 78 years as an active military base where there were, you know, people doing war things, uh-huh. people dying in Texas, um, there are some hauntings. Yeah. Sure. Um, so the exchange, which is like their store. Okay. Um, they're... A lot of these came from individual websites of like people listing their specific stories. So they're all very specific. There's not a lot of overarching. There's a lot of mm-hmm. like, here's my story from Smarch Air but Force I like Base. That. Also, like the local news has done a bunch of stories on it. Smarch Air Force Base super leans into it. A lot of the information about the hauntings I got off their own website. That's awesome. And really? I'm going to cut you off at the pass. Yes, the Begenses has been there. Oh. I did not watch the episode because I was very busy this week. I did not have time for his bullshittery. Yeah, no, fuck uh, that. But I will probably watch it at some point. But he went, and I'm sure there Lots was demonic of- shit, bro. Oh, I'm sure. Here's hoping. Uh, anyway, so one of these stories was from someone who was uh, going to the exchange. They had just bought, I don't know, groceries. And then they were coming out of the store, and they heard someone very loudly say, Hey! So he turned around to look. There's absolutely no one else in the parking lot. Okay. And he's like standing there holding his groceries and he's like, that's weird. And then the like little kitty ride outside of the grocery store nope. starts going. That's where you drop <laughs> drop the groceries. And I was like, that's uh, creepy as fuck. And he was like, yeah, I left. I yep. just left. I would have <laughs> dropped off my groceries. He'd be like, no, these are demon. Now. He's, this is demon flour. Yeah. Don't want demon flour. Um, so a lot of <laughs> I want non-haunted flour. Nope. I These cookies, want this. I don't want. I don't this need house. monster energy with no children spirits. Yeah, thank you. I don't need this monster energy drink that bad. No, bang, please. Um, so a lot of the stories just involve people saying like, I feel like someone is always watching me whenever I'm there, I'm and I get no privacy. Somebody's watching me. Um, well, where I, this is at the. Anywhere, anywhere within the base anywhere in the anywhere base, in the base. not like, just at the Ralphs no this is like people who were visitors coming for the day this is people who are like guardsmen at the gate people who work in the exchange people who work there's a bar on base so there's people like they're just like yeah you just kind of always get the feeling there's someone like right behind you but you can't you like corner of your eye but you look Don't, and you can't yeah. catch them um, also people get really weird smells like the smell of like decaying flesh a Ooh, lot and that is accompanied by this feeling of someone watching them Ew. Gross. Someone is watching you and tooting. Um, <laughs> and there were also quite a few stories of like people. Tooting death. Here's a <laughs> farts of death. Death farts. Um, of people uh, either in the bathrooms or at the, there's like a ballroom next to the bar, I guess. And Ch- with a big mirror sure. wall. And there's like handprints. Oh. Like you'll be like looking at yourself in the mirror. Like and then Jack a and Rose and like just a mirror on the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there was quite a few of that. There's also uh, the library seems to be a hot spot. There's multiple stories coming out of the library of people who are like walking around they'll see someone Bucks. walk around the corner to catch them they're gone there's also multiple stories of people in the library again like, books like walking down a deserted like library aisle and hearing someone yell hey and they turn around and there's no one there right. i'd be like shh it's a so fucking library so apparently there's no, a yelling ghost no human being would stack books like this <laughs> this is this is insanity this is all wrong you have some like ocd person who's just like freaking <laughs> out like ah there's just a guy on the Air Force. There's a ghost running around an Air Force base. Going, rearranging hey! books. <laughs> rearranging <laughs> library books. Running little children's rides. Um, so Hello the uh, the Smart Air Force Base's website themselves decided we should do an investigation. Totally. So they reached out to senior airman Joe Mora. 
um, and in, who's a, who's always like been akin to like the spiritual and like I feel the energies and Bro. stuff. Like oh, he's bet. a step away from Spider Eyes. Um, and in 2014, he hasn't hollered but at he's any a baby girls. Man. Yeah, he's a senior airman. Not a junior airman. Yeah. He's a senior airman. Hey, I have He's a, about to graduate. Go I to did, airman college. I did yeah. an episode on our Patreon about like spiritualism in the military. Yeah. Sign up. Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Listen it's him up. Good. Yammer about stuff. Um, so Joe like Mara is like, okay, I'm, well, he's Do you done multiple. Joe Mama? No, Joe, Joe Mara. Okay. Mara. I heard Joe Mama. And Joe I was Mama. Like, okay. Joe Mama. <laughs> Joe Mama. Yo Mama said, hey, hey, hey. Okay. Books better. So Joe Mama has done multiple, this is his name now, has yes. done multiple investigations at the base over the years. Uh, but like he was reached out by the Air Force Base to like, do one. I'm sure it was around Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, okay. So he gets a bunch of people in. They go through the whole procedure. They he really explains on the website in detail like his whole process, which is basically like make sure up an X cam. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like actual safety stuff. Like here's all the exits. Let's walk around the room with the lights oh, on at first, so no Hard one hat trips. Area. Yeah. Well, he's a military man. But when, when do you? When he's do you not turn- an idiot trying to pick up prostitutes but who don't even have to be prostitutes because they're pretty. What, when do you flip the camera in your face, go, and then go careening <laughs> and down go, a hallway, tripping over it? Something is scratching my back! <laughs> I don't think an when airman... Do you, when do you get the crazy eyes and become possessed? <laughs> when do you send become your poor, befuddled best friend to the death basement and lock him in for no reason? Oh, oh, oh poor Aaron. Um, so anyway, he sets up this whole investigation... And some of the stuff to come out of this investigation was there was this one particular woman who was like a younger woman who was in the group and she said that uh, like they were walking through the space and now they're in the dark um, and she goes to like walk, she walks into one room she's a little bit separated from the rest of the group. She goes to walk back into the room and she like fucking can't make herself walk any further and everyone's like what are you do like come here what are you doing and she's like there's a shadow person in front of me like blocking the way oh. and they're like what and they go over to the doorway to like look to her and they can't see into that room because it's all they see is a wall of black through that doorway Whoa. which like they could have seen into the room seconds ago right but now there's like there's nothing fucking here it's a ghost curtain um it's just it's just this wall was it like of a, just black. Like, it was a wall of black it was like a portal no because no, it's it a just... door it's a doorway so sure. it's maybe something big standing in front yeah. of the doorway and obscuring right. the view into the rest of the room mm-hmm. big fat dead air um it's just it's sure. a ghost plane it's yeah yeah it's just planes a, are very large it's just a big void um, there's an sr-71 and that guy wanted to fuck it real bad so then they were like i do too that was my favorite plane as a child you want to fuck the SR-71? Absolutely. <laughs> if I will go back in time, I will fuck that If way. I could turn back time, I, if I could fuck a plane. I mean, I wouldn't put it past. If anyone <laughs> fucked a plane, it might have been Cher. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? <laughs> Give her truth, baby girl. That's right. Bob is laughing at his own joke so hard. I'm not, I'm not kidding. This fucking episode. I'm not, I'm not even to the part you're gonna like best yet. Oh god! God okay. damn it! Stick with me. Right, Stick okay. with me. Okay. So focus, Bob. 
there's a big inky blackness. Yes. They turn the light. They like shine the lights to see if they can see. The like light hits the blackness. The blackness goes away. Whoa. And then they can see her standing there. Whoa. But like they see the blackness like dissipate as their light hits it. And then she's like, okay, I'm okay. But she's freaked out. Like yeah. pale skin, covered in sweat. She's like super fucking freaked out. Understandably so. Um, so while they were doing this, they were taking recordings. They were like trying to look for EVPs and stuff. So I guess in this process... Um, she had said like I'm in here there's a shadow person I can't get out and they were like we can't see you and she said where's the light and then when they listen back to the tape very clearly there is a voice that says it's over here Ooh. which is none of them in this space had said but like listening back to this weird moment yeah. with the with the shadow he was person, a helpful person yeah. that won't yeah. let her walk yeah. past or is like more than one person probably oh. um so then they brought out the ticket ticket box as they want to do mm-hmm. um and they're asking a bunch of questions ticket 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 and they at one point they asked the box how long have you been here the box immediately responded six. Oh, and then a different voice came through and said no seven Oh, it's an old married ghost. couple. <laughs> Actually. And the, they did say it was like a higher voice. And I was like, was it a, a woman's woman? voice? Yeah. Like correcting a man's oh, voice. No, seven. I think we've been here like six years. No, seven. Okay, seven. It was yeah. like the office manager who's yeah. just like, no, god damn it. Right, seven. Um, so these are all like within the spaces around the base, but there's also a lot of stories to come out of the airfield itself. The space, you know, where the planes land and take yeah. off and stuff. The field of um, air. So one of the, uh, one person, particular story that struck me as interesting was he is not a military man, but he was going to an air show. So he had like come onto the base to watch the air show. Yay, planes. And he parked in one of the like really old buildings. And he's like, this building had to be like at least 70 years old, which it might be. If it was built in the, I mean, maybe six years old, it was built in the 30s or something, you know? Sure. I mean, it's the, the airfield's been there since the 1917, right? Yeah, so. and the last huge refurbishment they did was in 31. So it's possible he was parking From in a building that was built in 31. Sure. Um, so he's parked in this old building and he sees uh, this like old man standing in the corner like looking at him and he's like that's weird and the guy is in a World War II uniform and Jerking he has off like gauze covering half his face and he thinks like oh he's part of a reenactment because he's here for an air show so the guy the <laughs> they're gonna reenact an airplane <laughs> crashing oh, yeah Jesus. I'm into it <laughs> so the old guy the like, birth of an air force base <laughs> <laughs> it's so, me <laughs> so the guy walks outside the guy in the World War II uniform walks out of the building um this gentleman who had been going to the air show follows him and pulls out his camera like oh i'm gonna take a picture of this like reenactor yeah Uh um the old man like looks at him glares at him i assume with only one eye because half of his face is covered in god and the guy takes a picture of him and then he like goes about his day and then we guess his pictures developed there's no one there there. but there is a weird orb in the middle of the picture whoa and he was like there was a dude in an outfit and, and, now now it's an and now it's an Whoa. orb in the picture, which he had to like Whoa. go get developed somewhere. So right. it's, it wasn't an instantaneous reaction. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Whoa. So- so lots of people who work at the airfield say that they will um, they have trouble with like the lights turning off and on like tools are misplaced and you have to like ask for the tools to be given back apparently the ghosts are fond of like if you push stairs up to the planes to like get on and off they'll move and they'll move the stairs (laughs) (laughs) which are like weighted down so it's not 
like the wind no, isn't gonna do yeah it. it was not something done accidentally i'm tired of this rock and roll music and these beetles i'm gonna knock them off the plane <laughs> they'll also sometimes hear people walking around inside the planes because it's a little bit of a museum now so the old-timey planes with like huge cargo areas they used to be refueling jets and they'll hear people walking around inside the cargo area and they're like that's weird they go in there's no one in the plane Aww. it's just ghosts walking around um but the coolest thing that i think has ever happened at smart air force base is that more than once they have had ghost the cat? landing of a ghost plane oh, where a plane fucking yeah. shows up lands I think and disappears vanessa just won uh, <laughs> so the first time it bob happened, just wrote down ghost plane. <laughs> yeah, i did write that down yeah so the first time it happened it was a c-141 which is called a star lifter and it is a air mo- uh, air mobility command unit oh. so it's like a mobile command center it's a huge ass fucking plane cool um cool cool it was one of the planes that was stationed there. Um, and they apparently it just came up, what like showed up on the horizon, wasn't on any of the fucking radar, landed. Again, they're not an active Air Force base, so they're not landing military planes now. The plane landed and everyone was like, what the, the fuck, fuck is that plane? And then just disappeared. Wow. Um, and then after that, another one showed up, the KC-135, which is called the Stratotanker, which is one of the refueling planes. Again, same thing. Just like showed up out of nowhere, landed, and then disappeared. Damn. Just wanted to like get home safely. Um, but yeah, so that is the story of Smarch Air Force Base. I like it. With its many ghosts, All including ghost planes. And ghost planes. Uh, which brings me to my beer. I like it give quite me back a bit. My oh, beer. Here, let me give you back my, your can. Give me my, like give me my can. Can you still beer. give it to her like six inches and she's <sighs> yeah, still to reach for it? Yeah, he did not give me my beer close enough. She's got arms. Um... <sighs> They're tiny. Don't be ableist. So my beer is from Artifacts Brewing. It's called uh, The Seagull Has Landed, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, it's also from, so Artifacts is based in San Clemente, which is about 45 miles from where the Air Force Base is. So mm-hmm. it's due, it's on the coast. The Air Force Base is further east, but kind of a local beer for this brewery. Yeah. Um, it's an IPA. Mm-hmm. It has 69 Ebus. Nice. Nice. Um, it has an ABV of 6.8. Almost nice. Almost nice. nice. Yeah. It's got Simcoe, Mosaic, and Citra. It's got a billion Cal different. East. The the yeah the uh, the a bunch malt of different fucking grains. Yeah. It's it's another one of those IPAs that smells amazing and tastes pretty good. Yeah, it tastes good. It, um, it's not. It's I was shocked at how mild it is. Because like I think my taste buds are finally dying or something. Because like my first sip of that, I was like, ooh. Eh. And then by the end, I was like, that eh, doesn't taste like anything. It tastes Six, like tree. Sixty-nine ebus is not that many ebus. Well, that's why I guess I didn't vomit it I all over the say, table. Like your, the human tongue is not capable of actually experiencing much beyond 60. I don't know. I feel it's like you've like told that. me that before. I disagree. Begs oh, to differ. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'll, fight, I'll fight you. Oh. My, me and my taste buds will fight you oh, over. You're it. welcome to. But I guess um, 6.8 for an IPA is not bad. No, it's not. Um, it's not terrible. No. I think it's no. fine. It's not it's great. Good. It's fine. Yeah, I wouldn't like. I'm, I'm probably not going to go out and buy a four pack no. or whatever. No. But I it mean, ain't bad. If it was like on tap and it was the IPA someplace had on offer, I would get it. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. No, you won't. You, yeah, you, you, you could do worse than that. The can art is really pretty. It's like white and teal and has a bunch of seagulls on it. It's a little seagulls. seagulls. It's really pretty. Dig. Um, and it's the local beer to Smarch Air Force Base. And they're landing seagulls. All right. Yeah. That's it. That's my story. That's my beer. All right. Now stay tuned because we're going to have a drawing in a second for all you people to submit That's a review. That's right. It's drawing. And if you didn't do it, you blew it. You're not going to get nothing. But You're no. too late. Nah. 
Hey everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob. You know what? I, I'm not gonna back that one down. I would fuck a plane. Hey, I want to thank a couple of our brand new patrons here, Elisa and Sam. Thank you so Hi, much for your contributions to keeping this show out of the poorhouse. Now, at this point of the show, we are going to do an incredible drawing. Let's right? do it, let's do it, let's do it. I have gathered up on my phone a Google number generator. Google number generator. I'm gonna do hit it. the number. I, number 29. 29. And I am going to consult my uh, spreadsheet. Check, get to the spreadsheet. Checklist. Checklist. Who is it? Listen to Carly. 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 Carly, Carly you're the winner. We're going to send you a bunch of bullshit in the mail. We hey. will reach out to you, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we had so much fun doing this drawing. We're probably going to do another one. And this one's going to be for patrons only. So if you go over to patreon.com slash booze and brews and sign up, you will be entered to win. And patrons, guess what? We're going to send you something because we're going to put you... And it's a much smaller list. It is so a much smaller list. So your chances to win yeah. are, are really greater. good. Yeah. yeah. So keep keep your eyes out for that. Keep your ears open to this show. And keep your dial tuned to Booze and Brews Radio. Now, back to the show. We've missed so much in the break. Like, you actually, not by we. I mean that in the royal sense. Uh, you, our you. listeners. Yeah, you, you, you have missed have a lot. really missed out. During the break, I discovered that... B- Gay Men Fucking Airplanes is a book. It is. By who? By who? Chuck Tingle. That's right. It's called I'm Gay for My Living Billionaire Jet Plane. Yep. Uh, Description. When Alex boards a red-eye flight from New York to Los Angeles, he expects nothing more than another boring business trip. Right. Little does Alex know that the plane itself would soon lead him on a life-changing journey of erotic gay passion. Yes! This erotic tale is 4,200 words of sizzling human gay on plane action, (laughs) including anal, blowjobs, facials, rough sex, and billionaire plane love. Yes! If you don't remember, Chuck Tingle is the guy that wrote all the weird... I fucked a Bigfoot... And a zombie elevator. Pounded in the butt by Area 51 while attempting to storm it. (laughs) Yeah. Living living inside my own butt for eight years, starting a business and turning a profit through common sense and reinvestment and strategic targeted marketing. Wait, what was the what about the T-Rex and Donald Trump? Oh, let me let me go find back it, here. Find it, find Do- it. Donald Trump pounded in the butt by the handsome Russian T-Rex who also peed on his butt and then blackmailed him with videos of his butt getting peed Pe- on. From Hugo-nominated author <laughs> Chuck Tingle. <laughs> From Peabody Award-winning author Chuck Tingle. Bisexually sandwiched by my sentient peanut butter husband and our <laughs> living jelly girlfriend. <laughs> Gross. But his first mm. ones were Space Raptor Butt Invasion. Okay. Oh. Space Raptor just... Butt Redemption and of course Space Raptor Butt Ascension. So speaking of redemption, I just needed everyone to know I did not make you up were redeemed. the thing no, about that's gay a real men thing. fucking an airplane. That was a real thing. It's written by the same man. To new heights with your with your billionaire yes. plane boyfriend. Sizzling human love. on gay plane action. <laughs> anal. Let's not forget facials. Blowjobs, facials, rough sex. And billionaire plane love. Yeah, I can imagine that plane dick is huge. Airplane, and it's going right up your butt. Their load all over your face. Yeah, jet fuel. It's like what happened Alex to those kids in L.A. Oh Uniform. no, that was a Chuck Tingle book. Those children were a Chuck Tingle book. After learning the about Delta the plane, plane just jizzed all over those children. Wait, guys, Jesus Christ, guys, I think that's illegal. Guys, the plane has a side business as a blackjack card counter. What? Uh, Alex agrees to meet his billionaire aircraft at his luxury, luxurious Beverly Hills mansion. Then things start to heat up How by the pool. How big is this airplane? How is you getting the airplane? He's a, he's a jumbo plane. How he's, is you getting the jumbo? Uh, but he can't just be a living jet plane. He has to also be a blackjack card counter. Obviously. In a luxurious Beverly Hills mansion. Yes. I made mine better by pouring a little bit of IPA in People it. People drink this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Taste the Rockies. 
born in the Rockies. It's not that far from O'Doul's. I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's, it, I mean, I. It has it's a, a light beer aftertaste. You guys, there's it's only not very good. There's only 102 calories in you're, it. That's okay, why. you're not wrong. It's not that good. However, I'm going to kill that six pack. I will. I will drink. Just, I will drink more from that six pack. Yeah. I did not drink the first O'Doul's. Yeah. At least with this, I feel like I'm accomplishing something. I'm getting drunk. Yes. I'm actively. With the duels, it's just nothing. piss for nothing. Piss I'm just I have a goal. I, I'm making progress yes, toward, toward it. it. Uh, actionable steps towards my goal. 2020. It's great, it's great yes. screenwriting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Act one. I want to get drunk. Act two. two. I drink a bunch of Coors Light. Coors Light. Act three. I find out there are duels and I'm mad because I'm, I'm mad. not closer to my goal. Yeah. And then I go to Ralph's and I buy that dirty 30 and I pound it and I'm yeah. drunk. That's a good movie. <laughs> and then I fuck my jet plane jet boyfriend. Billionaire jet plane boyfriend. Hey, Except he's me. not interested in me because I'm not a man. Tell no. me a story about a jet plane. Well, God, on that note, I don't know how I can transition to this one but planes uh, fuck them f- or work for them we'll see so this is listener dane's actual suggestion hey dane aren't you so glad you aren't decided you to glad? ride into our show yep <sighs> Boy. look what we've done with your great suggestion aren't you yeah, military mandate that's right uh so the air force base i will tell you fools about is fe warren air force base in cheyenne wyoming for warren fe Warren stands for Francis Emery Warren. Oh, did he also die in a plane crash because he was bad at planes? No. Okay. Apparently, no. that's all you need to do in order to get an air. No, air you Force have to have a famous it. daddy, and you have to be bad at planes. If you have no, to have that a you have to be a white boy. Be a moron. Yeah. So that did not happen to this to this gentle person. What okay. did it happen? Uh, so anyway, Francis Emery Warren Air Force Base is in China. Wait, wait. Ready for some qualifiers? Okay, I'm, I'm getting oh, there. Oh, mm-hmm. yay! Asterisk. Ready? I love it. I'm here for it. Listen. America's oldest continuously active military installation within the air force okay uh, you think yours is old but mine's active yours, yours was not. active for a long wait but no. no 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 mine's still active hers yeah, is not mine is no mean. longer active and mine started before the air force existed right so, yeah. so that's why it's the oldest continuously active military installation because yeah. well, hers is no the long. air force because i within I, the air yours force. Lo- older than 78 years uh, mine was first established back in 1867. Damn. Shit. How they have planes in the 1860s? They, they didn't. Hold, please. That's not a plane. <laughs> uh, it was first established back in 1867 as Fort D.A. Russell. Uh, and served Fort de Russell and Fort Duracell. P. Warren. Yes. Uh, and served as protection for the Union Pacific Railroad, Railroad workers. Hoof. Irish I smell ghost trains wristwatch no. uh, who oh. were building the transcontinental railroad wait I remembered what the other thing was it was Swiss ring watch that Swiss was our new one watch. we, we Swiss, backed Swiss ring watch we backed yeah. off not of easy. Irish wristwatch. wristwatch I think Irish wristwatch is still harder it's still better yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going back to it. We're going back. Yes. Okay. Um, so anyway, members of the 30th Cavalry were assigned to the fort. Those are horses. Yep, because there were no planes back in 1867. Flying That's true. Uh, and they were under the command of Colonel <laughs> John D. Stevenson. John D. Stevens. John D. Stevenson. Um, he, the troops were originally... Um, John D. Steve. Yes. That, now that's a new one. Yeah, that's hard to say. really yellow. Yeah. Um, the troops originally lived in tents. Um, it wasn't a completely well thought through fort. No. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't seem like it would hoard up to, you know, mortar fire. No. Yeah. Uh, and dur- but during that oh, first but they're winter. they're just there to protect the 
railroad. Yeah. So yeah. initially, so the idea for this particular fort was first established back in like 1862 with Lincoln when he was like, look, we're starting to build this railroad that's mm-hmm. going across the United States. This particular spot there's a lot of aggression with the native americans yeah, people are, yeah, a lot of people who already live on this land are, are mad that we just mad. decided to build shit through their backyard yeah can't blame them yeah. cannot blame them let's make some tents and don't let them come through exactly so um that's why they first were kind of sent there just hang out they lived in tents they were bodyguards yeah. yeah but during that first winter uh they decided it would probably be a good idea to build some sort of permanent yeah, structure Cheyenne in the winter in a fucking tent yeah yeah that sounds Thank pretty brutal you. yeah um snow snow's cold y'all. turns out yeah um the building podcast mom here with facts facts, facts. hashtag podcast mom facts snow is cold snow is cold um so the buildings were built in a fancy diamond pattern instead oh. of your normal rectangular pattern oh, good. because of those cold wintry cheyenne winds is it because the diamonds diamond pattern- are forever and they thought the buildings would last longer sure yep. sure that's okay. exactly it. and because of that um diamonds are very hard and it's hard to get cold snow wind through a diamond pattern gotcha there it Interesting. is um so they lived the hard frontier life so like i said it was just like they had to work the land they had no supplies themselves like it was just a group of dudes living there they have to oh my god shittiest frat house ever ever yeah. so it's like no keg the, stands just farming yeah you have no to farm. deal with no, winter just like protecting yourself probably yeah. chinese people and building the railroad at this point yeah yeah I was like, where I feel like we're if we're in Cheyenne, we're probably past the point where it's black people and moved on to the point where it's Chinese people. Maybe, Maybe. it's still a mixture. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Um, so during the winter months, they had to survive, not die, not freeze to death. <laughs> yeah, it's and hard. During Act- the again, actionable steps towards a goal. Towards Don't a goal. die. Love it. Um, and then during the uh, spring and summer months, they had to not be murdered by the Native Americans. Gotcha. So we were like, get this shit like, out of my house. This is my like, land. Why, what is with your giant murder iron thing? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to just want to live bro uh, yeah man i'm yeah. just trying to use all parts of the buffalo <laughs> right um so just out here trying to use all these buffalo parts you're I'm getting in the way scrap buffalo parts you're building your goddamn train i'm making buffalo jerky and you're in my way of direct sunlight to dry this meat yeah man Move i'm just it. trying to these meats are too moist <laughs> they're too moist how are they gonna I'm make it your shitty iron horse yeah um, so this kind of like hard pioneer life lasts until 1884 when the government decided that it was uh, in a really good strategic spot. Um, so they were going to make it permanent. So oh. they said, cool, you guys did a great they job. Strategery. Strategery. Mm. So now that we're here and we've been here for almost 20 years, we realize, yes, Cheyenne, believe it or not, is like a decent strategic point for us to be. So we're going to make this permanent. Okay. Neat. So they did when the sheep rise up. They can fuck them. <laughs> right into when submission. They, they can, can fuck, fuck them. them. You know what? That's that's making lemons, lemonade, lemonade out of lemons. lemons. Yep. That's right. The chiefs might attack, but you can fuck them. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the chiefs might attack, but you can fuck them. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna say that's pretty much true of anything. Whatever attacks you, you can fuck it. You could. There's you a good could try. That rope. whatever you fuck an airplane. We've just learned yeah. that. Yep. Whatever attacks you. Grizzly bear, you try it. You can fuck it. Cougar, you can fuck you that. You can fuck it. Yeah, I don't recommend any. They might of those not things. like it, but you could try. Um, so at that point, because in like Vanessa said in her story, 
a government likes to completely rebuild things mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. they decided like we're gonna throw money at our problem yeah so we, we love to spend money super wisely in our country totally. always have always will yep uh so the fort was completely rebuilt and increased in size so that it could more house diamonds eight infantries yes eight infantries eight how many First, sheep can you fuck with that many people how many is it in um, let's see there's how many in, there's, how many sheep can one infantry fuck well, if there's 300 dudes, I'm making this number up in an infantry, and they can fuck three sheep an hour. Math. 900, that's a lot of that's math. That's 900 sheep. That's sh- a fuck lot of sheep. math. It's a lot of fuck sheep. Yeah. That's a good number. Yeah. I, I, I stand. Very efficient. It's a good number, and I stand by it. I stand by it. Um, <laughs> an infantry is 10,000 people. Holy shit. That's 30,000 fuck sheep. It's between 10,000 and 20,000 soldiers. 60,000 fuck sheep. I was like, I feel like an infantry is larger than that. Yep. How many infantries did they keep there? Ocho. Eight, 80, 80 to 160,000. Times Well, I feel like it probably varies. 480,000 uh, It probably sheep. varies. No, no, the same sheep gets t- fucked multiple times. It's one oh. sheep. One very tired That's sheep. That's one, one passed around ass sheep. Yeah. a very tired sheep. That butthole. Very just sticky just sheep. Wow. That wool is... That is just brilliant. Yeah. Matted. Um, it's repellent, though, of so the fluids. So the... Basics? I'm not at that point. Repellent. Dane, aren't you glad you suggested this? There's no evidence. The basics ran it a few more times. It rolls right off. And by 1930, had 220. Aren't you glad, Dane? 220 brick buildings. Don't apologize, Dane. You asked for this. Ah! You wanted us. You got us. Uh, so anyway, by 1930, it had 220 brick buildings, and all are still in use today. Oh, wow. Fun. And it was in 1930 when the fort was renamed Fort Francis E. Warren. Okay. Uh, after Wyoming's first state governor, long-serving senator, and Medal of Honor recipient for his service in the Civil War. A notorious sheepfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, he fucked a lot of sheep. Francis Warren. Francis um, Sheepfucker Warren. That's right. The fort forted until 1947. Uh, when the Air Force was created uh-huh. um, and the base gained an Army Air Force Command and Air Training Command at that time and okay. was uh, renamed F.E. Warren Air Force Base. Gotcha. So no longer in 47. In 1947, okay. it was made in Air Force Base. And that's when they started caring about planes. Yes. Okay. Specifically planes. Um, but funnily enough, while it trained, while uh, this particular Air Force Base has trained thousands of people, um, it does not have any notable runway and isn't suited for modern jet planes. You oh no! Can't fly there. We can't land a plane there. Can't I mean, land a plane there. Well, but you can train a bunch of people on I, how to fly planes. And I feel like in the planes we were flying in the '40s are not the planes we are flying today. So no. they could have maybe landed planes there in the '40s when they yeah. started training people. Right. They just got but, like simulators there now. Or well, something? now it says modern jet planes. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm sure they have simulators. Well, right now it doesn't really plane planes. It holds other things, which I'm gonna get to in a second. Oh, okay, great. It's where Amazon it, has runs its yes, operations. It holds no, an uh, ass load of ghosts. It's where all no, the DHL. In the, in the 1950s, <laughs> the the base was converted to a strategic missile center. Oh, so it houses oh. something totally different today. No oh. airplanes, nuclear warheads. That's well, spooky. yeah, because NORAD is the Air Force. Yeah. yeah. Um. So from the 1960s to the 1980s, during the peak of That's the worse. Cold War, um, the base housed so many missiles, including peacekeeper missiles. Um. Of America's big old nuclear arsenal, so they have peacekeeper missiles. That's sure, what yep. peacekeeper. these are not our war missiles. These, these are, are the ones peacekeeper the missiles. Yeah, yeah. They have ones called Minutemen and ones called Peacekeeper, and they're yeah. both at this. The Air Minutemen Force ones are the ones you fire. The Peacekeeper ones are the one we just made so that we would have more than Russia. <laughs> right. So that, like, if we don't make this one, we were then like, look, the UN said it. we could have forty-seven. We only I have, have forty-six. Em. We're making another. Yep. Up. 
Um, so today the base is uh, under the Air Force Global Strike Command. Okay. Great. Um, and still houses tons of Minutemen missiles. So it's still a very strategic spot. So God forbid something were to ever happen. When the missiles are launched, they're going to be launched from Warren Air Force Base. Okay. Keep that in mind. That um, seems, seems like you'd want to be closer to a coast. The the Minutemen, or sorry, the Peacekeeper, or is it the Minutemen? They have an 8,000 mile range. Doesn't matter where you are. Oh, gotcha. Oh. Fuck you, Korea. Yeah, we're good. Yep. Okay. Um, Talking to you, Korea. I'm sure yeah. you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely get our podcast in Korea. <laughs> um, so the base and it's like, like an I said, underground network of people sneaking iPods <laughs> into North Korea so they can listen to us. I'm sure of this. Um, so See, they have nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the famous people to have served here at this Air Force base include father of the Air Force, Billy Mitchell. Oh. Uh, Dr. Walter Reed. He has an entire army hospital named after him. Yeah, All medical right. centers. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr., Rat Pack member when he was drafted into the sure. war, he initially went to Warren really? Air Force he Base. He was in the air. He was an airsman. Yes, interesting. And um, did he have a googly eye? I don't know if he served. Or did I make that up? I'm I mean, sure you, you made, that made that up. Google, Great. Google knows. You, you talk Google knows. Um, and it was home to a young Neil Diamond when he was a child, and his father was stationed there. Oh, so Sweet Caroline is about Warren Air Force ba, Base. Ba, ba. That's right. So Sweet Caroline is the sheep he used to fuck. Yes. Okay. That is the sheep he used yeah. to fuck. That's why he says ba ba ba. It's like ba ba ba. He lost his eye in a car accident and had a glass eye. So I was sort of right. When? You said googly. Glass and googly. Well, sometimes your glass eye gets googly. No, no, no. I just meant like, when did was he that lose before or after he was drafted? Because I feel like that would have stopped you from being drafted. Yeah. 52. Whoa, it was after he was no, drafted. It was after. So yeah, he was drafted, got poked, oh, poked I was himself. Like, I was like, if you could shoot yourself in the foot, I feel like losing an eye would get you out of service. Yeah, especially sure. in the Air Force, we have to have like really good vision, otherwise they don't. But I think he planes. was drafted well, into the war. But I, like, I feel like beginning. they were like, sure. you're in the Air Force, you work in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it was you're the, the new yeah. black man. Yeah. You're you're you fuck the sheep. Yeah. 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 You're the sheep. You um, clean up the sheep after we fuck them. <laughs> oh. You Scotch guard the oh. sheep. That was someone's job. <laughs> so look, somebody did it. And we don't like it, but that is a real hero. That, yeah. that, that is a real hero. That is a true hero. American war hero. American Purple heart. Hero. The, the, the fuck sheep scrubber. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you for your service. Uh, so <laughs> it is only fitting that. Hashtag the, never forget. That the Air Force Base is haunted. Oh. Um, so one of uh, Warren's most well-known famous ghosts uh is a man named gus 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 the ghost uh not surprisingly he haunts gus's quarters oh great they should have named that something else ah so the story goes that when the uh, air force base was fort russell back in the 1880s um a soldier named gus lived in quarters number 80 which is gus's quarters sure um gus thought he had sufficient time to do a little hanky panky with his uh lady friend sheep sheep friend air quote or like parentheses sheep Mm -hmm. um that sheep was married to another officer who was also a sheep who was also a sheep there's just a lot of sheep fucking uh so paint a real weird picture of the military that i'm sort of makes you look a lamb chop totally differently right Lamb. Well, it's lamb chops play along, right? Yeah. Aren't we playing he along? He likes ass play. Yeah. Definitely. Put your whole hand up there. Right up that lamb's ass. What? <laughs> That's, isn't that how you tenderize meat? Anyway. By, by fisting it. <laughs> by fisting <laughs> sheep. Tenderizing it from the inside. inside. Yeah. <laughs> lamb specifically. What? 
Look at that's how you make haggis. Tenderizing a fucking sheep colon. What the fuck is this mm, show? Sheep um, colon. So anyway, <laughs> Gus is fucking his lady friend who oh. is married to another man. Okay. Oh, Unfortunately shit. for Gus, the officer returned home from maneuvers earlier than expected. And this is like his commanding officer? Oh, it's or just like an just someone officer. above him? Yes, okay. an, an officer. Um, so they returned earlier than expected um, and walked in on the pair mid-fucking. Oh, uh, Gus panicked, tried to get away by jumping out of the second story window. Um, what poor Gus didn't see was the clothesline that was outside of the window. So oh, as he no. jumped, he hanged himself. Oh, oh no. I was I like, did. tell me he cut himself in half. No, I wish. But he did hang <laughs> oh, himself. Oh, that's terrible. He's probably just dangling there naked. Naked. He's you know dangling. His dick's dangling. Double dangles. Pooping. We had a story like this in college. Pooping and jizzing. What, I somebody jumped that. out no, and there, killed there himself? Was a, there was a girl who was having a real tough time at school, and she was going to kill herself, so she threw herself onto the, one of the college oh, dormitory windows. And she didn't die, but she hit the fence and impaled her butt. That's, yeah, that's um, worse than death. It's, uh, that is a face wor- fate worse, worse than, than death. death. Really you terrible. You got fucked by a pole. Yeah. When you are not trying to fuck a pole. Just just in the cheek, though, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was imagining right up the butt. No, like, no, no. Right no, up no, her no. rectum. She didn't go in the butthole, but like I think it got it. Ugh. Got in the juicy part. In the, yeah, right in the, right in the butt meat. <sighs> Man. Talk to somebody if Be you're careful, feeling bad. Be careful, everybody. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you're going to jump out of windows. Like, look around it for a second. <laughs> if you're going to kill yourself, if you're gonna make, kill sure. Yourself, make sure you know if where you you're If you don't die... Nothing is going to impale yeah, you and make it more painful for you. You're going to be an article in the Daily Trojan. Yeah, reach out to a friend if you yeah. if you feel like jumping Better out. Better idea. Right now. Call there. I, yeah. There are hotlines for yeah. that. There are hotlines. I have a friend um, who volunteers. It's a wonderful. So person. ever since Gus's death, um, airmen staying in Gus's quarters report hearing cabinets opening and closing. Oh, sure. Gus looking um, for those condoms. Having cl- uh, sheepskin condoms. He's <laughs> allergic to latex. Yeah. He just he's allergic to latex and they've been properly He skins tenderized. the sheep before he fucks it <laughs> yeah. and puts the skin sheep or skin sheepskin on his dick and then fucks the sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, it's like Inception. They also Sheepception. report. That's, that's like butt cannibalism. <laughs> they also report. Butt cannibalism band name, I called it. <laughs> God damn it. Two, that's two good band names band. called by really Tuna good. today. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I just got to start a fuck band. Um... They also hear or notice objects moving around on their own. Like I set it down within here. Within Gus's quarters. Within Gus's quarters and it's gone. Um, and people are thinking that Gus is searching for his pants. Oh no, because he don't want, oh, he don't want no. a double dangle when he jumps out that window. <laughs> That's right. Gus. He couldn't find his pants, jumped out the window, pantsless, died, and now in the afterlife is spending his time trying to find his pants. Just trying to find his fucking dignity. That's right. Yes. Yes. You know what, Gus? You left in that sheep's vagina. Sorry, dude. <sighs> yep, those pants are in that vagina. Um, the Argonne Parade Field also has its fair share of ghost happenings. Oh. Um, the parade field was originally used for artillery purposes. Um, again, <laughs> it's back a gun when it, parade. <laughs> back when it was a fort before it was an Air Force base um, or morning physical training. Um, Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Boring. Ugh, working out. Uh, one woman who worked in the finance department for the Air Force Base okay. brought her son into work with her one day. Okay. Um, as she was like working, click, 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 mm-hmm. click, her little boy was looking out. They heard music from the field. So they turned and they looked and they saw that there was some sort of like military thing going on uh-huh. with, with the people playing the music and stuff. So the little boy was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And as he's watching it, he notices a little boy in very old timey clothes salute the troops 
and then hang out there like while saluting while they're playing their music and then he slowly vanishes oh no oh. yeah so it was a little ghost boy um, and the little boy saw the little ghost boy yeah little oh, boy so saw creepy little. so Ooh. creepy um, and well, another story from the field, like this specific Argonne field, um, is from a man who was staying in the visiting officer's quarters. Okay. Um, so at four o'clock in the morning, the man was awoken by some sort of like commotion outside. There was a uh-huh. to do. Uh-huh. So he was thinking, what the fuck? It's four o'clock in the morning. He like opens the window, looks out, and he sees cavalry tents and soldiers with horses lugging cannons through the field and he's oh, like oh no they're gonna fight no some Indians shit. he's like at four o'clock in the fucking morning what are we reenacting this shit for because this is like in the 80s <laughs> like, so like 1980s not 1880s yeah so he's just like what the fuck like why aren't any why didn't anybody tell me that this was going to happen I'm a visiting officer I'm not some sort of dickhead yeah I should be privy to this information yes yeah. tell me so he was just like what the fuck the next morning he finds somebody to yell at and he goes what was this whole commotion outside and they're like what are you talking about sir he's like there was like a, there were horses there were yeah. men there, there were tents, tents there were cannons there was tents cannons whatever they went outside there was there were no signs of that anybody no trails, was out no in trails, that field. No, no horse apples. No, no, there were no, no no horse apples. There were no um, holes in the ground from the tent stakes. There were no cart um, marks in the grass from mm-hmm. where the cannons were being pulled by horse. There were no footprints. There were no horse hoof prints. Um, there was nothing. And so the guy's like, uh, what the fuck? And he they were like, just, no, I definitely saw a horse. They did. And then the uh, people were like, maybe you should talk to a couple other people that have stayed here because what you are experiencing is not unique to you, sir. Oh, God. Mm. So other people have experienced something very similar. Um, And in addition to activity in the field, this building where you stay is also haunted as well. Oh. Um, The, like, traveling officer's quarters or whatever? Yeah, the visiting Visiting officer's officers quarters. Yeah, so people have reported seeing a lady in a flowing gown inside the or in the basement um glide past or even through people on her way to somewhere oh man bitch got places to be she's got places um <laughs> she's other got actual items complete her goals she's gotta go somewhere <laughs> um other people report seeing um in one particular room a little old lady in black who's like sitting in a rocking chair rocking mm-hmm. and i think that used to be where the blacksmith's wife lived um, again, way back in the, the day. So they wife. think that this is the blacksmith's wife just waiting for her husband she's to come back from work. God hey, damn. Day, she's just rocking. Well, this motherfucker's gonna, gonna lay her down her that wrought iron. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? I want that iron. I'm old, but I've still got needs. Six needs. Six? What, what kind of needs? To have a sexual variety. You care to extrapolate on this? I'd love it if he'd give me a deep digging. <laughs> Where what? do you want a stick? Anywhere I can get it. I'm old, you know. How do you feel about sheep? I, I think that's the problem. All the soldiers want the sheep. Nothing left for old Gladys. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> poor Gladys. No, poor Gladys. She just poor, rocks. Poor girl. Rocks get in a yours. rocking chair. Get yours, Gladys. Um, there is also a cavalry officer who is seen um, downstairs in the building. Um, visitors will see an intimidating man standing in the room wearing a look of disgust on his face. So he's like very clearly in old time uniform. <laughs> he's just wearing so much disgust. So much disgust. No. He's disgusted by Dennis Feinstein. I am upset. <laughs> and he just like stares at people because he thinks this is still a different, like his office. He thinks this building. And he's like, building, get out of my space. I'm disgusted. Much, why are you in my office? And they're like, this is my bedroom. And like, why are you in my office? This get the fuck out. Um, he'll wake 
um, people up who have like the audacity to be sleeping in his room. Like he'll just like push him awake. Like, dare you? What the fuck? And he even went so far as one night he was like sitting on the chest of a visiting marine. Shit, just taking a shit? Not no, no shits were taken. Okay. No, he wasn't Cleveland steaming on him. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he was just sitting on there. And she seems down for anything. I've had a couple of Cleveland steamers in my day. In my day. They're from sheep. Back away, we used to call them Lincoln Logs <laughs> when I was a girl. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of the, the Abraham Lincoln was the, the brown president. nature and log-like <laughs> formation. And, you know, Abe Lincoln made Link Logs. You know Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Of, of Abe Lincoln Because I'm old, you see. <laughs> it's a reference to an old thing. Anyway. <laughs> idiot so <laughs> this joke predates the actual creation of lincoln logs yeah. <laughs> That's really it's got a the joke it doesn't play it's doesn't, all right don't think about it, it too much about it. Yep. just <laughs> move along <Yeah. laughs> uh so anyway this officer flung himself out of bed and ran outside in nothing but his uh his skivvies oh because he was if so I scared woke up and some random dude was sitting on my chest i would run away as well yeah, yeah. with no clothes on very definitely um there's there's a lot of other like buildings that are haunted but everything that i found was very much like and then there was a thing and then i heard and a noise and, but yeah but it seems that most of the um spirits and the hauntings of this particular air force base are thanks to its time um when it was a fort back in the 1800s so it's huh. like it's like an air force base now but most of the hauntings are pre-air force yes pre-air force when gotcha. it was army gotcha. um but air force i think is a division of the army i don't know if i can know no. correct me it's not because of the marines works. No, it's well, its own dismiss, thing. The division of the military. Well, no, I thought because like is... the navy is a division of a something, or I don't fucking care. Military people come at me. Um, I don't care. So that's we do not uh, honestly yeah. do not come at her. She does not care. No. I guarantee you, she. Does I know not the care. air force is the air force, but it's like does it report to something? I don't care. Y'all got a football team. Space force. Doesn't space think. force. Space force is look. Under the air if force. all things were equal and if certain things, I'd sign up for space force. It sounds kind of rad. <laughs> like you get to fight shit in space. Well, we already have a space force. It's the air force. No, but they already do all the space shit. That, no, but like a special one. But a just special for, space force just to like shoot space guns to go pew pew pew. Fuck yeah. Just to have laser swords. Yes. Yes. You, okay. Bob wants to be Luke Skywalker. I no, oh, I don't blame yes. you. Fuck yes. <laughs> Actually, Bob Moore wants to be Han Solo. Anyway, that's true too. Brings me to my beer. <laughs> so I selected for this particular story, uh, Coors Light. Yeah. And Coors the reason Light. I selected Coors Light is because it is the silver bullet. I drank all mine. Uh, and silver bullet is an Air Force term for nuke. Which are housed? Oh, like the Minutemen at the Warren Air very Force Base. Clever. Time. There you have it. There you go. And Colorado, very close to Wyoming. Yes, they're neighbors. They abut. They are abut. And then they, they both have mountains. Yes. <laughs> this beer's not very good. And and horses. I I've <laughs> literally drank it almost all fine. Tastes fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes like shitty light beer. It's a shitty, shitty light beer. It's a shitty light beer. I just don't Hashtag like it. America. I think they all taste. I've done so many like light beer taste testings and I've been like, oh, they they do oh. have a different range of flavors. But when you just pick one up to drink it, they all taste like shit. Yes. You, know, you want to know what? I'm going to because I compare this very frequently to the old endless summer light that Carl Strauss used to make, which actually tasted very good. OK, then why would you compare it? A good craft beer to a shitty mass-produced beer. Because it's also a light beer. Uh, right. No, fine. You can't do it. That's like not, apples and oranges. I'm are, not wrong. These are apples and horse apples. Yes. 
Okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, Bob. Because Understood. this beer is shitty. Uh, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. This is a tough one. Because you know what I like? I like men who fuck planes. But you know what else I like? Men, men who, who fuck, fuck sheep. <laughs> Creepy. I like horny men. <laughs> horny men fucking anything in their path. Ancient ghost reenactments. Sheep butt cannibalism. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, even more than old Gladys... It's a ghost plane. Yeah. The victor. Ghost plane. Ghost plane. And that's the show. It's not you, Dane. <laughs> Boy, if you're still here, thanks for sticking around. Oh, my goodness. We you appreciate guys. you. Thank you. Again, s- congratulations to Carly for the victory. Yes. yes. Congratulations, listener Carly. Woo, you are the wiener. Woo. Oh, I almost forgot. Listener Andrew. Oh, my God. It's your birthday. Oh, man. That was close. I really did almost forget. But I remembered. Happy birthday, Daddy. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! It's just for you. If you make it your ringtone, I will be dis- displeased with you. Oh. But anyway, come back next week. Yes. There are going to be more booze and, and more, more brews. Brows. And until then, cheers! cheers.